Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, good morning. Welcome back. Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071. Everything entertainment, including music. It's time to talk music. I enjoy music. With Donna Valentine. And Steve Patterson. Do you like Huey Lewis on the news? This is the beat. Hey, y'all. Good morning, Donna. Good morning, Stephen. Grant. Pleasure, and to have you, welcome aboard. Thanks, Steve. Good to be here. Hmm. This train is moving fast, so hold on tight. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yesterday, obviously, a big day, the uh, presidential inauguration. There were lots of performances. Tom Hanks almost died because he was so cold. (laughs) It may Um, have been a hit. There may have been a hit out on Hanks. We're looking into it. Somebody give that guy a coat. There was a lot of funny tweets, by the way. About uh, about Tom Hanks. So he hosted um, an event called Celebrating America with lots of performances. And we thought we would share some of those with you. Thank you, Donna. Uh, Bruce Springsteen performed. We've oh. got a little bit of that. Of course, you know that I have to What's share. So- yeah, what song did he play? Because I know you're loving his recent stuff. Um, Land of Hopes and... Uh, I'm sorry, Land of Hope and Dreams. And he did it at the Lincoln Memorial beautiful right wow here's a little wow this is hard to sing out in the cold like this yeah he sounds good i feel like springsteen sounds better than he's ever ever sounded you know it's funny i brought that up to a friend and he goes yeah but he started it real with a real low bar (laughs) you know i love his voice i wonder if maybe you're feeling that way because as he gets older it feels like just on account of him being in his 90s. He's in his 90s, right? <laughs> Whatever. I, I so let's say he's 70. 70, 70 okay? yeah. So if he's 70 now, there's just more life lived under his feet, right? So there's naturally, you just buy into it a little bit more because there's some wisdom that comes along that you can't fast track. You can't, yeah, you know what yeah. I mean? It's, and old, so for a storyteller voice, I think that plays to his advantage. Yes, that old rasp, like you said, in a storyteller with the age and the and the experience, it just goes, it's a good combination. I And I feel like he's working hard at taking care of his, his, his voice and his career and his body. And you mm. know what I mean? Like, he's very fit for a 70-year-old. He looks fantastic. Um, but he's, but he's, he's not getting lazy. With with the music and the songwriting, he's he's nurturing it. Hmm. He's continuing to 
Try to get better. I spy a crush. Right? You know, I like spy. me. I'm on the casino tour. Mm. Yeah, you mailed it in. He said, let's dig in here. Let's create something new. Right. Exactly. And he's doing it really, really well. I love that new album, by the way. Do you find him attractive? Yes. Bruce Springsteen? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. He, yeah, he looks like attractive. he's got a Camaro. Just like, let's hit the open road, man. Jean jacket. Yeah. Yeah. But he pulls it off. It looks, oh, yeah. it looks really cool. You know, he fits oh, yeah. the collar up, of course. Yeah. Pops it. Yes. Yep. Yeah. And isn't it flip. funny? It's funny. Some people, especially celebrities, of course, but they're just normal people in life, and we all know them, who can pull off a look where it's like, you know what? Yeah. We're not even going to ask the question, where is your thinking if I wore that same thing? I would and I walked that. into a room. If I came in in a jean jacket. <laughs> You would immediately laugh at me. Collar popped, too. Collar popped. If I had my collar popped. If I had my collar popped. I feel, well, yes, then we'd give you crap. But I feel like a jean jacket never goes out of style, unless it's like acid wash. or The the actual jean jacket can, can maintain longevity, I think. I think for females more than males, personally. I just really? don't see. A, I don't see a lot of at least my guy. Our, Steve, do you see a lot of our guys our age rocking the old jean jacket, the old Canadian tuxedo? Well, I'll tell you what. No, but the ones that do have a cool look to them. You're right. They wear they the cowboy cool boots. <laughs> they got the belt buckle. You just belt. can't wear jean a jean jacket with jeans. That's when it's the Canadian tuxedo. Yes, yes. you've got to wear like. But a girl can. A girl. Yeah, can. I don't think I would do that unless it was. A dark jean and a light jacket, because otherwise you just look. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Or if you had like a nice dark jacket and that, you just offset the colors. Yeah. yeah, with white pants or something. And we should mention always you can call in 651-641-1071 with any fashion questions that you have. <laughs> we love to uh, help can, guide you in the right direction. Can you imagine Steve coming to work looking like Johnny Depp? Yeah. It's just what if I said that's. That's oh, with me. like scarves and scarves stuff and, and stuff on his wrists and yeah, necklaces. Yeah, yeah. And just, yeah, I love it. And I always say this. I, I used to pull my hair down sometimes on Twin Cities Live where I could really flatten it suddenly. And then it's just like one run of the fingers back through. There's so much product in there that it sticks right back up. But I did that a few times on the show to, to drive home the point of... If I just, if my truth was wearing my hair down, plastered to my head, poindextery, every other thing about me was exactly the same, I would not have my job. I wouldn't. I would not no, you're have right. you're my right. job. You that have hair. to play the role. Yes. Yes. And so, likewise, if I said to my boss, hey, I channeled my inner Johnny Depp and I want to wear this and have all of these things hanging off of me and these dark glasses and all that, they'd say, take a hike, bud. Right, <laughs> yeah. Yep. I hear you. Speaking of hair, um, here's a pro tip. Do not spray Static Guard into your brush right before brushing your hair. Thank so you, you did this the other day and yep. ended up with kind of a greaser's look. And guess who did it again? <laughs> You did it again? Yeah. My hair almost Donna. looks wet. It's so gross. And I have an appointment today. And I'm Why just, did you do it again? I don't know. Well, I don't so know. you sprayed it in your hair the first time, and you thought if I spray it on the brush, Correct. it's less direct. You got it. I want to study your brain when you die. Okay. I don't know. I mean, I mean, I've come so far in life for such a dingbat at times. I don't know how it happens. Oh, oh God. All right. I have, there was another uh, performance that I loved, and I haven't loved a lot of his performances lately. Um, it is Bon Jovi did Here Comes the Sun. Oh. See if you like it. 
I kind of dig it. I think his voice, I didn't realize that he sounded like that, but I like it. You don't like it. Okay. No, I like it. <laughs> something else. What oh. now? Focus. Do you like it or not? I think it's good. It's fine. His voice feels a little bit weird there, but I got love for Bon Jovi. It's good. I'm just now actually reading your email. I don't, please don't. I can't. Okay. You said you wouldn't do this to me. I know. I'm sorry. I just, the email was there and I, <laughs> it's just my first time seeing the 800 hours <laughs> in blue fog. Yeah, yeah, please don't, 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 don't. Yes, Stop yes. it. Okay. I didn't know I hit send all. I didn't. All right. And then I'm like, why is our boss responding to me? <laughs> and the greatest part I'm was, just going to, I am I quit. Was I when quit after this segment. Da- this when Donna said, hi, Dan. Dan's our big boss, everybody. Hi, Dan. It's very little. But see below, and then she proceeded to put out <laughs> 800 hours of volunteer work. Oh, God. Oh, uh, so, Katie, okay. shut up. Shut up. I Listen, I am at the point where I am going to throw up. Okay, all right. And That's you guys it. are making it worse. I'm okay. the one who brought it up. You're not allowed to pounce on me when <laughs> I'm the one who's being vulnerable. Can we listen to Katy Perry real yeah, quick? Yeah, Katy Perry. Yeah, she's Cleanse great. the palate. Why don't we do Katy Perry to break? All right. All right. Well, Katy this Perry is Katy Perry. Into the break. Yes. Okay. Katy Perry doing firework uh, at the inauguration last night. It's and a great we, version. When we come back, we're going to break down some of the Powerball numbers. So somebody won Powerball. Mega Millions, nearly a billion, is still out there. The difference between a million and a billion, so much bigger than you think. Hey, Steve. Hey, Donna. We should give a quick thank you to Chill Boys for supporting the Donna and Steve podcast. Oh, we have got love for Chill Boys. It's a Minnesota-based company. They offer the best men's underwear that I have ever put on my body. Yes. uh, Uh, Boxers and briefs for men, that's true, but women love wearing them too. I actually put on a pair of boxers this weekend while cleaning the house. Ah. I could not believe how cool they felt, like continuously Cool. So here's what's happening with all of that. It's the fabric. They use super soft bamboo fabric. We're part pandas now. So you can keep the boys cool and dry. It's softer than cotton, I'm telling you. And if you're really active, helps fight odors as well. Yep. It is game-changing. Covered, Donna, this is real life. It's I soft, know, it's I'm cool, sorry. you'll love them. And hey, ladies. Ladies. Try them for yourself or get some for your guy. There's perks for both of you. Check them out at chillboys.com. Chillboys.com. Truly an amazing product from a great local company right here in Minnesota. Chill boys, comfort where it counts. Good morning. Welcome back. Donna and Steve on my talk, 1071, everything entertainment. We're going to talk Powerball and Mega Millions right now. Well, bad news, everyone. Hey, well, we don't do that. Bad news for everyone except one person in Maryland. There was one single winning ticket sold. Wow, in Maryland of all places. Maryland yesterday. is your winner. 731.1. Maryland. Mar- Maryland Clarence? Shall we do the power play? Did they do the power play, by the way? Well, the power play was 3X. But that that's on non-jackpots. Oh, got it. Got it. Right? Uh, but anyway, somebody won Powerball. It is the fourth biggest Powerball jackpot in history, 731.1 million. Uh, the winning numbers, 40, 53, 60, 68, 69 in the Powerball was 22. Now, if they wanted to do the lump sum, it's $546.8 million. If uh, Otherwise, they could choose to get paid out over 30 years. It's not a bad thing to do, I guess, you know, like, just give me a little bit at a time here. 
a little bit, which is a ton of money. But somebody do the math. Okay, I will. Uh, let's see here. Let's <laughs> let's do the seven hundred and thirty-one million divided by thirty means that you're getting twenty-four million dollars a year. That's pretty good. Yeah, it's not bad. So anyway, somebody won Powerball. <laughs> That's the great. Good news. Mega Millions still out there and nine hundred and eighty million dollars. Next drawing happening on Friday. So the numbers are really staggering because that's essentially a billion dollars, right? That you're winning. Yes. And what happens is when you hear a million and you hear a billion, I think that in our brains, they're, we think that they are closer than they really are. Mm-hmm. And I really think truly, like we're, we're, we're very smart in some ways and very dumb in other ways. They seem closer because of the alien. Yes. Remember we had that guy who did a, an illustration? Yes. Was it on TikTok with rice? TikTok. Was it TikTok? It, you T- called it TikTok. I did. <laughs> I'm going to go. No, 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 Donna, no. Uh, no, yeah. it's the charm. It is the... Oh, God. It's rice, it's nice, it's tick, it's tack, it's tick, it's talk. It's okay. Yeah, you're doing great. <laughs> <laughs> All right, the... Yes, he was doing it. Here's one uh, grain of rice, and this represents a million. Here's what a billion would look like. And it was a really cool visual. I'll give you a few other ways to differentiate one million versus one billion. These are uh, cool. This was from Twin Cities Live yesterday, by the way, weekdays, 3 o'clock on Channel 5. A million seconds is about 12 days. A billion seconds is over 31 years. Wow. That's, a million oh. is 12 days in seconds. A billion is 31 years in seconds. That's incredible. You want more? Yes, please. A million millimeters is a little over half a mile. A billion millimeters is 600 miles. Whoa. That really does put it into context. Remember the Peter, Paul, and Mary song, 500 Miles? No. If you miss the train, I'm on. All right, whatever. If you had a billion dollars, you could buy 1,000 million dollar homes. Oh, my God. If you put a million dollars in the bank and then decided to spend $1,000 a day, you would go through one million in about three years. If you put a billion dollars in the bank and spent that same $1,000 a day, you would run out in 3,000 years. Oh, my gosh. Seriously. Ain't that That something? That is mind-blowing. Yes. really. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Welcome to the Snapple Market Auditory Experience. Close your eyes. Imagine you're walking into your neighborhood store. You make your way to the back and reach for your favorite Snapple flavor. You can't wait. You take a sip. Whoa, that's a lot of flavor. Mmm. What flavor are you holding? Now open your eyes and check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavorful Snapple near you. 
Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Crazy. Wow, Steve, you, you've been very useful. Well, this, this again, shout out to the producers at Twin Cities Live. We talked about this yesterday um, on the show, so I wanted to bring this over because it was just, I love those. And it really does help your brain to stretch out a little bit yes. around the reality that is this Friday's jackpot, Mega Millions, $980 million. Will you be playing it, Donna? Um. Uh, yes, I think so. You going to play the same numbers? Yes. Yeah, because, I. you know, here's the problem with having the the numbers oh and why i wouldn't why i would always want it to be random is if i had the numbers and let's say you just got busy doing a variety of things shut up and then you as a result of that you forgot to stop at the gas station then that night you see oh there were no winners here were the numbers and they were your numbers oh i would just lose it how would you ever be able to overcome that mentally oh, emotionally you can't. you can't so that is the burden of having numbers remember we talked about yesterday there was a guy who had a dream 20 years ago and his wife started playing the lottery based on those numbers and it paid off two decades later when she just won a nearly 50 million dollar jackpot yes wow but imagine had she not played that one day because of whatever. You the know what flu. I, I think is smart to do is so I'm going to play my numbers and then I'm going to do a random ticket. I like that. Thank you. I like it. Mm, I like it too. Grant? Yeah. You've been pretty mum on all this, probably because you're going to inherit a lot of money at some point. <laughs> no, but hey, <laughs> fun little fact about million. So if you take $1 million and you lay them end to end, Mm-hmm. It extends 96.9 miles. If you take $1 billion and you lay them end to end, it's 96,900 miles, and it would almost go around the Earth four times. Holy wow. cow. That's the one that I remember hearing that I just was blown away by. Like, wow. Right? Four times, and then just 96 miles for a million, but four times around the Earth with a billion dollars. Well, a million dollars sounds like chump change at this point. Yeah. Right, Steve? Oh yeah, it's. I almost. We're gonna need more than a million dollars to retire. Yeah, we need at least five million after taxes. After taxes, and and yes, and a financial advisor. (laughs) Right, one that you trust. Wow, wow. Hey, let's play a game. All right. Six five one six four one one zero seven one. It's the College of Pop Culture Knowledge. Me versus Donna. You call. You bet on one of us, and if you bet right, you win a prize. It's game time next on Donna and Steve. All right, we need a caller on the line at 651-641-1071. We're going to play the College of Pop Culture Knowledge, but we need someone on the line so we could give away a prize to the person who guesses correctly who is going to win today. 651-641-1071. It's time to go to college. It's time to attend the College of Pop Culture Knowledge. It's like quiz ball. Three trivia questions to find out who's smarter. Donna. Donna's a smart one. Or Steve. His brain ain't right, but it's fun. And here's your host. I am Grant. I want to see how smart you are. With a score of one million to zero, Uh Donna Valentine (laughs) is 
in the lead. Okay, uh, your math is off in a lot of areas right now, <laughs> including that. What's the actual count here? Uh, I, mean, I think it's like four to six to two or six to six. The actual like count, guys, is seven, seven to, six. to six. Steve pulled out another victory yesterday with that tiebreaker, which was a fun tiebreaker. Two radio legends, Donna and Steve themselves. <laughs> And we have uh, Christine, I believe. I'm sorry, be- Christine, right on the phone, right? Yes. How are you doing, Christine? I'm doing great. All right. And today, you are playing for Only the good a My Talk t-shirt. Oh! And woo! our topic is what you hear right now. Billy Joel? Not Billy Joel, but Only the Good Die Young. Oh. Think artists, and we're going to call this the 27 Club. You guys know about the 27 Club? Yes, it's tragic. It's a tragic club. So these are all artists who died at the age of 27. Yes. All right. All right. So, Christine, would you like to play with Donna or Steve? Again, Steve has the lead seven to six. We're going with Donna. The, <clears throat> the sisters are going to beat up on the brother today. Yes. Oh, all right. Bye. Bye. I mean to you, Donna. I know, right? <laughs> I have just been... Citing the facts, Christine. <laughs> all right, you anyway. know, okay. but you're the you're the little brother, or the brother I, who's just won't let it go. So uh, the I know. Are gonna gather fact, up. I know he's giving me like noogies. Yeah, in fact, I'm gonna go reread the email while uh, you guys play. I'm just gonna reread. It. I'm so, the one who brought it up. You're not allowed to do this. You're breaking the rules. I have to leave. Bye, bye, Steve. Somebody text me. All right. Nope. Not gonna. Yeah, we're just not gonna text you. Yeah, don't. (laughs) Okay, we got this, Christine. Okay, Christine. So you know how this works. Now let Donna answer the questions. We'll come back to you at the end so you can help her out and see if there's any ones that she does not know. All right? Okay. Okay, Donna, I'm gonna get the music ready for you here. This old school blues singer and guitarist gained little attention during his lifetime, but was rediscovered in the late 1960s and influenced numerous rock and roll pioneers like Eric Clapton, for instance. Hmm. And according to legend, he sold his soul to the devil in exchange for his mighty talent. I, I, I buddy Holly. Okay. This musician died in. Stand by, Christine. This musician died in 1971 while living in Paris, France, and is known for being a poet and avid reader of philosophy. Val Kilmer was cast to play his role in his musician's biopic. Um, It's a guy from the Doors. His name is uh, escaping me at the moment. This musician died in 1970 in London, England, after a short four-year career, and is recognized as one of the greatest electric guitarists in the history of rock and roll. Ah. Uh, 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 Jimi Hendrix. Okay. And Jim Morrison. All right. There's a second one. Did Now, Christine, did you want to help her out with any of those? Wasn't it like, what was the first one again? Old school blues singer. Didn't get discovered till the late 60s. He's, you know, he actually was about 100 years old when it comes to his music, but he was very influential in a lot of rock and roll legends. I can see him, Donna, but I can't think. I it's not think. Buddy Holly. The key clue is Eric Clapton. Yeah, it's, oh, Mm. Think Eric Clapton albums. Mm-mm. Not helping. Okay. All right. Well. <laughs> all right. That's all right. That's you right. you want to text Bob Steve back for us? Not working. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I'm sending. We're not going to do it. Sorry. Sending Steve in. I think it's, I think you guys did pretty well. Steve, you there? All right. Hi, guys. Hi, hey, buddy. Steve. How's it going? Oh, it's going really good. Thank you for asking. Yeah. How's you... it going in here? Yeah. Fine. Uh, it's okay. Hmm. Did you do good? Not going to tell you. Or did you do okay? No comment. Don't worry about uh. All right, Steve, you know how this works, right, buddy? Yes. All right. This old school, and remember, 
These are 27-year-old people who died at the young age of 27 years old. This old-school blues singer and guitarist garnered little attention during his lifetime, but was rediscovered in the late 1960s and influenced numerous rock and roll pioneers like Eric Clapton. According to the legend, he sold his soul to the devil in exchange for his almighty talent. What is that artist? Jimi Hendrix? This musician died in 1971 while living in Paris, France, and is known for being a poet and avid reader of philosophy. Val Kilmer was cast to play his role of this musician in the biopic about his life and his band. Boy, pass. This musician died in 1970 in London, England, after a a short four-year career and is recognized as one of the greatest electric guitarists in rock and roll history. Oh, darn it. Jimi Hendrix. (laughs) Oh, man. Okay. All right, well. I am confused by this. I know, me too. Was there a Janis Joplin in there? Was oh. there well, we'll get to a, all the people. We'll get to yeah, all the Kurt people. Cobain, Kurt Amy Cobain, Winehouse. Amy Winehouse. Yeah, we got a lot of them here. I just wanted to, I, I figured you'd get the, the first one was Robert Johnson. Now, that was my tough one. Oh. Robert Johnson is a blues artist, and if you're a big, uh. he did a, uh, Eric Clapton did a whole album dedicated to Robert Johnson. Uh. And he's a very, he's been an influencer <laughs> in a lot of, if you ask Elvis, a lot of people were influenced by this guy. Okay. Now, that one was my tough one, but Jim Morrison was the second one. Oh, Jimi Hendrix was the third one, which means Donna won because they got Jim Morrison and Jimi Hendrix correct. Congratulations, yeah! guys. <laughs> and like you said, that list contained a lot of people. Yeah, Kurt Cobain, Jim Morrison, Janis Joplin, Amy. Oop, here we go. Uh, that was not what was supposed to be said, but whatever. Uh, that's a tiebreaker. Amy that, Winehouse. Yes. Uh, yes. The ones that I didn't realize, guys, and this is kind of fun. Ron Pigpen McCrannan. McCrannan. Do you know who that is? Nope. The original founder of Grateful Dead died at age 27. Wow. And then Alan Blind Owl Wilson, the original founding member of Canned Heat, died at the age of 27. Wow. Right? And Brian Jones, one of the founding members of Rolling Stone, along with Mick Jagger and Keith Richards, also died at the age of 27. So those are three that were out there that didn't know I wonder about. how old that Randy Rhodes was from uh, Black Sabbath when he died. I don't know. Because um, that was very, very tragic at the time. Um, I think... Let's see if he was 27. I didn't realize you were going to do all music-oriented ones. So in my head, I'm like, Chris Farley. Oh, yeah, because you know? he was, yep, yep. Yeah. I should have been, I, I figured with the song, I guess I should have been more specific on that one. No, it's okay. We figured it out. Well, you won, Donna, Yay! and you won, uh, Christine. So we got you a My That's Talk awesome. t-shirt. Congratulations. Woo! Thank you. Yes. Thanks, Christine. Thanks, Christine. Bye, Donna. Hang in there. Thank you. Bye. By the way, Heath Ledger died at 28. Oh, Okay. Yeah, he that is interesting. That twenty-seven was the Joker. That's incredible. Incredible. Right? Wow. What talent? Really wild. If we can also get Christine to call me back, she just hung up. Sorry to interrupt, guys. But oh. uh, if you want that my talk T-shirt, give us a call back, Christine. Okay. Wow. So if someone's born in fifty-six, dies in eighty-two, Yeah, twenty-seven. I think he was 27. Randy Rhodes. Okay, Steve, um, you suck. I'm the winner. Um, That's hurtful what you just said. That's okay. (laughs) Um, I have a tip for everybody. You want to hear it? Okay. Here it comes. Time for a tip. What? Everybody on the show getting tipsy. 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 Uh, remember Wilson, the volleyball from Castaway? Of course. Well, if the lockdown is much longer, some of us might have to go that route. 
as far as friendships go. Um, <laughs> Down on her basketball. And right, her draw the face on them. Globe. God. A professor in Canada who is an expert on loneliness just wrote this article on why people who are isolated talk to themselves or create imaginary friends. And he says, you know what? What? It actually might be healthy to do that. Okay, tell me more. Um, the term tulpa, T-U-L-P-A, tulpa, tulpa, refers to a voice in your own head that talks and seems to have thoughts of its own. And it's something people do intentionally. Hmm. I'm not one of them, by the way. Don't do that. Hmm. They work on it for months or years until it happens naturally, which might sound crazy, but a recent study found that most people who do it are perfectly sane. Hmm. Seven in ten people who do this say it's to help with loneliness. 78% claim it has had a positive impact on their mental health. So to be clear, this is if they're speaking to an inanimate object as opposed to just internalizing a conversation or just talking out loud to one's self. I think it's all of that. Hmm. So you don't really need a volleyball. Hey, couchy. <laughs> But I'm more home. research is being done to see if creating imaginary friends is actually healthy when you're feeling isolated. Mm. I do talk to the pet. Oh, yeah. Well, that's different. They're, yeah. They at least have a heartbeat. Yeah. That's true. But I talk to him as if, like, he's never going to answer me. I ask him questions. I'm like, do you think I should go with the, these shoes or these shoes? Like, oh. what would you do? I just, the only question I ask is usually, what makes you the mighty beast? Why are you such a mighty beast? Oh, I like that mighty beast. <laughs> the mighty beast. Oh, such a mighty, does he look at you and turn his head? And he, he sees an idiot. He doesn't know anything. <laughs> yeah. Lovable. No, he's actually pretty darn smart. Is your dog, are you the, are you, what's your dog's name again? Rex. Rex. Are you Rex's main person? I am the, Yeah. But Aww. I don't think that means that I that he likes me the most. Right. You're just I the am, one who calls the shots. I'm his alpha. You feed him, let him out, mostly. I feed him, let him out. The kids let him out, too. Wife will let him out as well. But, yeah, I'm, I'm I, yes. Okay. That's a good well, You know what we're really working on right now? Donna, wow, thank you for asking. That's you awesome of you to be interested in this. You bet. Many dog owners out there, I don't know what you think is the most valuable uh, uh, command that you want to teach your dog, but... I saw something a while back that was focused on make your dog a well-mannered dog. As opposed, you know, you could do the fun tricks and all that. That's great for mental stimulation. But what you're really, what most people really want is a well-mannered dog. They don't want a dog that jumps. Yes. They don't want a dog that jumps up on people. And so there are ways that you can uh, teach that. And Wheatons, we have a soft-coated Wheaton Terrier. They are known for what they call the Wheaton greeting. And it's very annoying because they jump up on people. And so you have to be very... There's some leash training that you can do with that. But I'm working on any time. Did I tell you this already? Anytime I open a door for the dog to stop and wait to get my permission before going through the door, be oh, it to go great. outside or to go into the basement. Anytime we open the basement door, he wants to shoot down there like a rocket and then just run around like a psychopath. <laughs> and so we're working on that. And he's really smart at the beginning, immediately gets what we're trying to teach. But then you have to long-term battle the spirited nature of that dog, yeah. but we're working on You just go to the door with a leash, Donna, mm -hmm. and then you open the door, and if they start to move forward, uh -uh, and then you pull back on the leash, close the door again, open it, until they realize, wait, I need to wait. So we're opening the front door and the storm door, and not until I say, okay, can he come out? That's right. the plan. But do you do that with food as well? 
I do that with food as well. Yes, he sits well-mannered as I fill his food and water up, and then I break him by saying, okay, and then he goes and gets yep. the food. Do you wait for the eye contact before you say, okay? That means he's actively yeah, listening to you. Yep. Yeah, because if you just say, if he's just standing there quietly and you say, okay, and goes, he's not fully embracing the situation. You got to wait right. for him to look at you, acknowledge, hey, I'm waiting, then go. So Let me just say this. That's 651-641-1071. We will answer your fashion questions. We will answer <laughs> literally any dog question that you have. Oh, my God. I love that you're doing this, Steve. A lot of people don't, though. So it's good that you are, because a lot of people are like, hey, look, at he can shake, roll over. Yeah, sit. It's cares? like Nobody yeah. cares. What I want is a dog that when you say, hey, and it's it'll stop and look at you, and it knows, yes. like, I'm not allowed to do anything in this situation until you tell me to. Right. Katie Canine really taught us to use that guttural, ah, ah. So you'll hear us all doing that around the house, ah, ah. Yep. Like you're doing the... I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Oh, the, mm-hmm. the mother dog bark. Yes. You can do that. It, sometimes it, it, it's not always, it could be a, it could be. A, I do that too. I get the him in the Caesar neck. With the, I just go. Yep. Yeah, you can do a lot of things. And some, like my dogs, it's a snap. It's just, it's not even like the, uh, uh, it's a snap that'll get them. So good job, That's Steve. Awesome. I like that. Yeah. Guys, you need to take a break. Yeah, we sure do, Steve. Thanks I for watched the story. three more episodes of a show last night that I'm telling you, it just keeps growing on us and growing on us. Oh, I'm happy about we, that. We, I think, are like fully loving this show now so we'll talk about that and then donna forgot that she was watching a show i did and it's one that uh that i know uh my wife is interested in and i think i would be interested to learn about this too so we'll dig into some tv stuff when we come back it's donna and steve on my talk and we're back donna and steve on my talk 1071 everything entertainment been watching a lot of television lately steve you have two for you that yeah yeah you're right about that you don and i um yesterday were talking about how intimidated we are by you because no, you you tear through stuff you really do with reckless abandon she comes in and i finished a season of this and we bow at your altar donna well and it's I'm, a pandemic you know it's a pandemic there's nothing to do uh but we are trying to get into some uh, shows here and we just tore through ted lasso that was great you did that in less than a week loved it can't wait for season two now we are nine episodes into Cobra Kai and I've gone through a a life cycle here with Cobra Kai so this is the show that was on YouTube season one Netflix picked it up after its second season I believe and then its third season exclusively premiered on Netflix but all three seasons are there on Netflix now it of course is a uh, sequel so to speak a reboot of sorts of the Karate Kid franchise from the 80s where Johnny the arch nemesis of Daniel in the Karate Kid one uh, Johnny is kind of the focus of this, but Daniel is in it as well. They're co-stars in it together, but it's a different look at the Cobra Kai, which was the strike first, strike hard, no mm. mercy, um, bully gym, uh, up against, you know, the likes of Mr. Miyagi and Daniel's son. I just have to tell you, there is so, there is no shortage of cheesiness and like eighties throwback vibes that you get in it. And it just... Here's why their cheese works. They know it. They know that the cheese is there. And they're putting the cheese in intentionally. 
so they do that, and so you it helps you to just buy into it, especially the more episodes you watch. I got to tell you, the writing is quite funny. They they have written this character Johnny, who was the bad guy from Karate Kid. Yep. They have written him, and he's a bum and a loser as this story starts. But they give him some funny deadpan lines that are really I'm laughing intentional? out loud. Are they intentional? intentional? Okay, for sure. They're they're uh, I'm laughing out loud every episode at some point, and it's it's just getting better as it goes on. And now we're at the we have one more episode in season one. It's a ten season episode. And we're like, well, what's going to happen now? How is this all going to resolve itself? And uh, and I've had a couple of guesses as to the direction that it's going to go. And then it pivots and goes into a different direction. And it, it's just got me really, really intrigued. It is a very enjoyable watch. Here's the common denominator with these two shows, Ted Lasso and okay. Cobra Kai. They're each 30-minute episodes. I like that. I, I do like that. that. Yes. Okay. All right, good. So how many seasons again? There are three seasons. Okay. The third season just came out about two weeks ago, I believe. Okay. And I hear the third season is great. Like, people are loving it. Apparently, this show gets stronger. And I would say that's the truth of the matter in the first season. It starts off interesting, and then it gets stronger and better as it goes on. I think you might dig it, Donna, just because you like nostalgic stuff, and there's enough hearkening back to the 80s. Yeah. Okay. I might check it out. Thanks, Steve. I totally forgot that I started watching something and never went. I got distracted by something shiny and never went back yeah, to it again. It and I'm like six episodes in of on Selena, the series. Oh, you're that many episodes in. I think so. At least five for sure. And it's really, really good. This is the story of Tejano singer uh, Selena Quintanilla, I think is how you say her name. Quintanilla. Quintanilla. Um, but or just Selena. And it's it's really good because it starts out with um well, it starts out with her being at a concert in Chicago, but from then it just goes back to her childhood, her family, how this was like a family um band, and it just shows her rise to fame. So, and it's like the family has to make tough choices and sacrifices to, you know, keep her at the top of her game. Her dad is her manager and it's, it's really well done. And it's just a, it's actually a very sweet family story and friendships uh, made along the way. But anybody who knows the story of Selena knows that it does end tragically. And I just saw... Yesterday, it was announced that season two, I didn't realize there there would be a season two. I thought this was just going to be a limited series that tells the story. Well, I guess it doesn't end with her death then, season one? I guess not. Presumably? I guess not. But um, it looks like, you know, they've got 25 million people watching this. Or at least they did in the first, um, let's see, in the first... Uh, season excuse me blah, blah, blah. that's probably 25 million households too which is how yeah. netflix usually does it yep. which means if it was another rating system mm-hmm. it would say you know at least 50 million they're assuming at least two people in the house right you know exactly well, okay. so i'm very excited they said in the first four weeks 25 million households watched it and it what came you- out on december 4th 
what do you think the chances are that I actually convince you to uh, check out an episode or three of Cobra Kai? Um, it's on Netflix. All right, I'll put it on the list. Hold on, I'm gonna make my list. What else are you currently watching right now? Do you Ted Lasso? You Ted, Lasso. Ted Lasso. That's it, really. And then I'm okay. gonna get back on Selena, watching that. Yeah, that's it. You've Not got really the space. watching anything. I am Grant. Have you watched any Cobra Kai? I have watched the first two episodes. It's one of those ones like Donna. I got distracted by something shiny and kind of went away. But I, my friends, just like you, they, the be- the longer it goes, the better it gets. So, so true. I'm gonna I'm gonna have to check it out. I just did start watching Umbrella Academy, which is fantastic. Oh, who's in that? It's uh, I don't know anybody really. Then it's all about. Um, remember we talked about it. So there's like seven different superheroes that are collected together to try to save the world. Oh, it's on yeah. Netflix. Right. Really good. Check it out. All right, I'm out. Sorry. That's okay. I'm just not like, you know, a superhero person. In fact, what? Come on. All right. We've, uh, We've got some celebrity news to share with you momentarily, so please don't go away.